everyone, it's Leon from the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society and welcome to Think Bike, a podcast about all things motorcycle and the voice of motorcycle safety and awareness in Alberta. We will talk about everything from tips and myths on gear, maintenance, techniques, education, and so much more with our very informed guests. So thank you for joining us. On today's podcast, we are actually going to be discussing something different. We, I know we talk about education all the time, rider training and stuff like that, but we also have a big take it to the track component. And sometimes those racers get training too. So we have Justin Napick with us from On Track Performance, also known as OTP. So I'm just going to do that because that's way easier with us today. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So tell me a little bit about On Track Performance, OTP, yourself, when it was started, why? Tell me, tell me all about the gist of OTP. Well, I guess I can start from the top. Um, in 2004, I started racing. Um, in order to get racing, you have to go get your race license. And the only training that was available at that point in time was to be able to go through uh, through our club here in Edmonton, the Edmonton Motorcycle Racing Association, um, to get your license. And after that, you were to figure it out on your own. So in 2008, I started uh, on-track performance riding school. We uh, started dealing with um, getting people invested into coming out to the track and giving them sort of a stepping stone before having to come out and get some training through a race licensing school. We've uh, been doing that since 2008 and uh, have built up a really solid program where we're able to deal with people who are first time to the track riders all the way up to a lot of my racers that I spend uh, coaching. Um, in the time that I've started from 2004 until now, I've won uh, four Western Canadian Superbike Championships. I've uh, been a four-time Superbike uh uh, number one superbike plate holder with uh, the EMRA. Um, I've had a chance to race all over the, the U.S. and Canada, which means that I've had a chance to wreck a lot of really good equipment. I've had a chance to make a lot of mistakes, and uh, that's a part of what I bring to the, the program is I show people what not to do as well as what to do in order to be able to get out and ride properly. Well, and seeing all those different kinds of courses that you got that you've been on through the U.S. and in Canada, I mean, there's no two courses that are the same. So it brings out a different type of technique every time, right? Absolutely, and then. On top of that, we've had an opportunity to ride in all sorts of different conditions on these courses. It it brings a lot sort of to the riding technique aspect in, you know, uh, in that way. So you have like, you're one of those guys that will swap out your tires on a rainy day? <laughs> yes, yes, I will. Let me assure you, that's probably one of the, the best things that, uh, that we can do on uh, a race bike that, you know, most people don't have the opportunity to do on the street is we get a chance to have some, uh, you know, some nicer equipment for specific conditions. Um, with that said, though, when we're doing a lot of the courses, what I do is I ride a, a a bone stock BMW S1000 RR and we ride it in all the conditions and uh, our schools run rain or sun, you know, it, it makes no difference. Uh, as long as there's the track day running, we run and it gives us an opportunity to teach in all sorts of conditions as well. So it's really uh, a spectacular kind of way of to be able to educate people in how to ride, especially ride in a performance manner. 
Perfect. What kind of courses are offered through OTP and how would that be different from like the regular track days that happen out there? Because like, you know, anybody can go do a track day, but OTP seems to take it to that next level, right? Absolutely. So track days are a spectacular way to get involved here in Edmonton. We have Motorhead's track attacks. Um, what they do is they put on a event and during that event, you can register for a novice intermediate or an expert spot. If you're a novice, you'll get two sessions where they show you where to pit in, pit out. They'll give you an idea of what the track looks like. Um, but that's, that's what you, uh, you get for a introduction. And it's a really nice way to introduce people, but a lot of people, what they want is they want to be able to start on the right foot. And what we do is we offer um, a couple of different options for our first time riders. We do semi-private where we have two students and one instructor, which is my favorite way to instruct all levels. And then we also offer a level one course. Our level one course is the foundation of good performance riding. So people can come out, during that exact same track time that you would normally do a track day, we also are offering these classes to allow people to be able to come out, learn how to build upon the skills that they have and start learning to do things the right way. Perfect. So like you have such a great experience in being a longtime road racer. We, we won't date anybody on the show unless they out themselves. <laughs> what makes you and your team really great instructors for road racer training specifically? Like why do these guys who race in the EMRA come to you for tips and tricks? So to take a look at the team that I've had an opportunity to, to build and work with, these guys are all expert road racers. Um, with that said, they're all hand picked because of the fact that they all can instruct. I've had an opportunity to race over the years with a lot of people that are super fast, very talented racers. However, they aren't necessarily um, geared towards instructing. It takes a very special person to be able to um, instruct and then to sort of instruct adults is a, is a whole new thing as well. So I've had an opportunity to build this, this crew that uh, we have with uh, on track performance riding school and uh, be able to make it so that we can deal with every level of riding. And we're able to deal with um, people of different backgrounds, different um, experiences. So we get people that, uh, you know, they might have a year and a half of riding under their belt and they've never even considered going out to the track. And now all of a sudden they want to come out. And then we also have people that have been riding for 10 years and uh, they just want to be able to brush up on their skills. They want to be able to take that next step and figure out why it is that they're not progressing. Right. And that so... That goes for someone like me. Like I have zero interest in road racing myself. I'm a soft flats girl through and through. Um, but I have been on road courses specifically in Montana and we did a track day and it was just to enhance my skills. Can a person like me who has no interest in actually getting into racing benefit from an OTP course, like just from my everyday riding? Absolutely. So anybody that is a, a street rider that likes to um, be able to utilize their motorcycle kind of like it was intended to, you have the uh, sort of the inclination to be able to, to ride quick, but sometimes we don't have the skills to back that up. Um, that's where we step in is we give you a foundation that a lot of people 
lack. Now, um, some of my most experienced riders, so people that have 10 plus years of street riding, they're my hardest students. And hear, hear me out. There's a reason for that. It's because we've done the same thing over and over for 10 plus years. We've made that muscle memory, but we've done the wrong things over and over for 10 years, making that once again, muscle memory. So we have to go through and we have to sort of break some of those habits and have to try and build that foundation up from the ground up. So there's a lot of that that kind of comes in with our track days. And we really try and work on that foundation and then build upon that. When we look at our level two and then our intermediate and our expert uh, semi-privates, those are all based on people that have had an opportunity to build that foundation. But now we start building that, that house on top of it. And that's really one of the things that um, I try and explain to people as they're getting involved is that without having a proper foundation, we can't build anything but, but shaky buildings on top of it. No, absolutely. I remember, I think I'm probably your anomaly in your whole riding for 10 plus years and we get stubborn in our muscle memory. Well, I'll call it stubborn. You can call it muscle memory, (laughs) but, uh, like I, there, the guy who owns one of the road courses in Missoula, Montana, Rex, he, he would see my plates on my bike when I come onto the track with my group of friends and he's like, Oh, there's my Albertan again. And, uh, and he would zone in on me. I just was like a sponge, like what, like, and I get off that track at the end of the day, just by simple foot placements on pegs or whatever. And I'd come off that, go to BC, hit the roads and no problem at all. Like it was the most beneficial thing. The only thing he couldn't get me to do was stop without dipping the nose of my bike. Yeah. That's hard to make the bike uh, corner flat by being able to brake flat. It's uh, it's interesting is that a lot of people don't realize, you know, little, it's the little things that make it so that you can ride a bike at um, let's call it the, the last 20% of what you can get out of it. And it's all a polish. Mm-hmm. The only way to do that is through repetition. And the only way to get repetition is to come out and do some schools and then try and do some track days and some, you know, some riding afterwards and to continue to keep acting on it. So I definitely think that anybody that has an opportunity to come out and do that, it's a matter of, you know, lifelong learning and continuing to do that. There's that saying that's around there, the minute you think you know everything about riding, that bike's going to teach you a really hard lesson. And it always does. So what is the cost of OTP courses from like the more my level to, you know, the, those track guys that want to improve themselves. In, in all honesty, it's really, really inexpensive um, considering the fact that all of our fees also include your track fees. So an average track day, full day is approximately 200 to $250, depending on which track we're at. Um, OTP is $275 to $550, depending on which one of the classes that you purchase. And that includes those track fees. So the actual school itself is $100 for a full day's worth of uh, riding. That's not bad at all. Well, and there's a reasoning behind that is that I've spent now... Now, I've spent 17 years doing this, and one of the things that I really am, you know, super excited about is when I when I see people be able to take that next step, it's really rewarding to me, and I realize that every year that we do this, we're able to 
keep people safe. We're able to keep people um, taking some of that speed off of the street and bringing it out to the track. And that is the biggest aspect to me is making sure that we're able to give something back to the community. And and that's the best reason to do anything. I'm going to switch gears with you because what some people might not know about you, which makes you even more of a kind of an expert in this field is your profession outside of road racing. How long have you been a firefighter? Um, so I started with the city of Edmonton uh, just over 21 years ago. And I spent three and a half years before that um, volunteering with the County of Parkland uh, out just outside of Spruce Grove. So I spent my entire adult life uh, uh, doing it. And um, that's a part of what um, got me into coming out to the track was that I realized that while I was riding my sport bike, I was going to become a statistic of one of you know those people that I was responding to going to these some of these calls so i started going out to the track at that point in time and uh from that point uh you know back in 1997 when i first uh, started fighting fire i've uh, i've gone to dozens upon dozens of motorcycle accidents um and uh, those motorcycle accidents are the exact thing that i'm trying to avoid by bringing people in and bringing them into the fold here with otp can I ask you a hard question about that? Sure. Do you find going to a collision that's involving motorcycles harder than other types of collisions because of your passion for riding? That is actually, it's that's a difficult question in the fact that every, every incident where somebody is hurt is always an emergency. It always brings, you know, a certain response, I guess, to it. Absolutely. But, um, with that said, I have a difficult time thinking about the fact that I'm always worried that I'm responding to somebody that I know. And I've had the, the honor of getting an opportunity over, you know, over a lot of years to be able to meet a large portion of our riding community in, you know, in Northern Alberta. And, um, you know, I have a lot of friends who, who ride, um, you know, in, in this area that I respond to with the city of Edmonton. And I always worry about that I'm going to them. Yeah. And, and I understand that. that. Yeah. Like not from your perspective, obviously as a first responder, I understand that every time I hear the like rider down, there's a fatal, like the amount of people that I've met over the years in our community, you know, I'm like, Oh, do I know them? What? Like, just tell me what the bike is and then I yeah. can figure it out. Right. But yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. I went to one, one scene once cause I was asked to come out, um, for the group and I will never do it again. I, I applaud you guys for what you do. Um, I am not built for that. So. Well, and not everybody should have to be exposed to that either. And it is difficult as a rider to, you know, to see that sort of thing. However, I also think it's important to have this conversation that you and I are having is that this is something that is always a risk at any point. So to kind of loop back around into the training aspect is being able to avoid those incidents in the best way possible, getting rider training, whether it be with, you know, some of the, you know, some of the amazing um, safety uh, schools that are out there with rider training for street orientated riding or coming out to the track and learning how to actually ride your bike in a performance manner. All of those things lead to less collisions, 
less collisions mean less injuries and less fatalities, which means that you and I are no longer being exposed to seeing our friends and our colleagues, uh, you know, hurt. So that's, that's kind of the, the end goal of all of this, this, this podcast right here is a, a good aspect of it. Talking about the safety of, you know, uh, of our ridership. That is, it's a huge thing. Absolutely. And for anybody listening that doesn't think that a track day could improve them on the street, I am present here to tell you you're absolutely wrong. I have enjoyed every time I've gone to a track. I've been fortunate to do it in a different environment where it was, you know, friends of friends who own tracks and off we go. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, keep thinking that I've been riding a long time. I haven't done an advanced rider course which I probably should do and probably get back out on the track to, you know, fix some things because you can't stop growing. Absolutely. I, I, I go and I take school still in the States myself. I, I, I'm constantly learning how to be not only a better instructor, but also be a better rider. And I feel like I'll do that, you know, until I can't ride a motorcycle anymore. And I think that that's, if everybody kind of uh, went into the idea that they're constantly growing and there's a constant growth in being a motorcyclist and we really think about increasing your skills that way, I think uh, we'd probably have a lot safer of a group of people. Absolutely agree with you on that. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with us about OTP and and your experiences and everything like that. Best of luck in the upcoming race season. I'm assuming that you're racing this year. I am actually. I'm uh, I'm racing in the Western Canadian Championship uh, this year, so I'm uh, defending my my number one plate uh, title that uh, from the last time we had our WCC uh, rounds, and uh, getting a chance to do a little bit of uh, racing out in BC with some of my colleagues out there. So I'm excited to to do that once again. So I uh, I get a chance to be able to kind of see people through uh, both the racing and uh, and the training here this year. That's awesome. And I'll probably head out to the track at some point just to cheer you guys on and make sure I come say hi. We'll be fantastic to see you. Perfect. So thanks again. And to make sure that you don't miss any of upcoming podcasts or listen to previous ones, make sure you click on subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast ear candy from. If there's a topic that you'd like us to cover or a guest you think would be great on the show, let us know. How? Well, follow us on the socials or reach out to us through our website at ab-amss.org. Always remember to ride smart, ride safe, and think bike. I'm going to add, take it to the track this time. We'll see you out on the road. 